Thank you for tuning in. As always, we're going to get right into it like usual. Last two episodes were about resentment. The first part was about a few of my personal experiences that I feel makes children resent parents. And then part two, we talked about how that resentment can possibly be diverted if that makes sense if we do different things um basically to sum it up i talked about just in case you missed it i talked about how if we were better parents or had better parents rather then we might not have been going through the things that we went through per se and um a lot of people do not like that let me just say that first and foremost a lot of people do not really like that approach so um yeah I just as always want to touch on the fact that trauma is real for any of you out there that may or may not be struggling with your trauma or feeling as if it's being validated by others I just want you to know that um I believe in you and I know you will get through it here's a hug and a kiss continue thriving and being alive in your truth. So today I'm going to talk about reparenting one's self. What the hell does that mean? Is what most people say. Um, in my opinion, it's simply just mind mapping all the experiences that you've had and understanding the good, the bad, the ugly, the unmentionable and removing the things that were not so good for you in the first place so how does one take action as far as reparenting themselves step one like i said it's about finding all of the things that are affecting you and then coming to conclusions whether or not this or those situations were good bad ugly unmentionable and once you dissect and decipher between what is what um understand who's who and what role they played you have the ability then to start to retract some of those behaviors that were never really supposed to be there in the first place if you were in a nuclear family environment that helped you feel loved nourished nurtured cared for and all the feelings that you're supposed to have leaving a parent's house to become a successful individual within the world that we live in today 
Step two, I feel that after you acknowledge the trauma of parenting and you decipher between who's who, what's what, how it happened, who it happened because, and go from there, there's then a rebirthing that you have to decide on for yourself simply because it has to be your choice. Like no one can force you out of a place where even if it's bad you feel comfortable and I have this talk with so many people and it gets very uncomfortable at times because a lot of people feel as if they have absolutely nothing affecting them from their childhood in their personal life so that's what made me choose the topic today of reparenting oneself because imagine not even knowing what a trauma response is but the only way you maneuver is in your trauma i know let that sit with that just sit with that a minute (laughs) very 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 deep and then after finding out that you've been maneuvering in that said trauma you don't want to change totally up to you that's fine But then the flip side of that coin is there are people like myself who grew up in places that were not as fulfilling as they probably could have been had my parents have the proper parenting or their parents or whatever part of the generation missed it. Um, Shout out to my ancestors because I know they didn't have many choices. Like it was do or die for them. They went through hella shit, you know. But it comes a time where we have to understand that they went through that for us to be able to make choices freely here today. So if we're going to sit here and honestly act as if we're not allowed to be stuck in our trauma, then I'm here to shake the motherfucking foundation up because you do deserve to be happy. You do deserve to feel free of the things that may haunt you from your past you shouldn't only move in a traumatic way you should have the ability and the coping mechanisms to handle things without shutting down or getting depressed or having to always be overly aggressive or overreacting it's so many ways that people show their trauma but one thing I can say that I know about every person is hurt people they hurt people so some of the behaviors that we saw there is a helicopter above me you guys as you can hear i'm outside don't know where it's going but anywho most of the people who you know exhibit these behaviors they teach us those behaviors based off what somebody taught them and i say this to my husband often when we're talking to people you have to really understand the fact that if there's nothing to be learned there's nothing like being taught so if there's nothing being taught there's nothing to be learned like in a literal sense there's absolutely nothing that a person can learn if there's no teacher so if all i know is an abusive toxic belligerent overly aggressive mindset because that's what i grew up in 
I don't understand what you're saying when you say I always have an attitude. I don't understand what you're saying when you say I always act funny around a certain person. I don't understand what you mean when you say things like, um, hey, well, you know, you need to really like chill out and make sure that you're doing something different to help yourself. Sometimes I don't even understand myself because nobody has ever pointed out to me these issues that I may be acting on that I never even know was affecting me from such a place so long ago. Imagine something happening at three years old. And then that's something happening at three years old. You begin to realize that, well, damn, you know, I didn't know that affected me. But after seeking out help for your trauma and you begin to take the proper recourses for yourself and you go over that event with whomever, you know, you choose for your muse and boom, wow I just found out that something happened that happened at three was what was hurting my feelings this entire time and that is that's why I was the way I was or that's how I responded to certain things the way I did here's another example something you know something took place in a relationship you know before you became your full adult moving in adult capacity self before marriage all those things and you find out like damn during that relationship I never healed from that particular situation or that particular person yes I got up I moved on but I never had any closure and a lot of people misconstrue the word closure with physical events you have to have somebody come and you know apologize face to face and make sure we're straight and all that good stuff but that is not how it always goes for everyone Sometimes closure simply simply looks like you holding those people accountable, removing them from your realm, not ever giving them access again for some people, and forgiving and moving on with your life. And that's not as easy as it's said, I understand, but this is what it could look like. You know, I acknowledge that that hurt me. I acknowledge what that took from me. But now I'm rebuilding the pieces so that I no longer feel that way or place myself in those type of particular situations again. So peep game. So many people have this theory that if you want to go to your parents and express to them that, hey, you know, this hurt me when I was a kid, especially in our brown, you know, community, your mama going or your daddy going to have all this bad stuff to say to you about you etc whole time how we know if we don't even try answer me that how do we know if we haven't even attempted to try like what are we gonna do just continue to act like these things aren't hurting us you know maneuver in a place where we we we're uncomfortable at family events we're uncomfortable um, in just normal situations in the store, you see the person, you know, that molested you and now you're really, you're really stuck. 
and you're back in the funk because you never ever really told anybody in the family and the person that you did tell they swept it under the rug so now your emotions are all over the place and you're trying to figure out where to go who to call what to do and you're right back in that sunken place where nobody wants you to be yet here we are again so that's why reparenting is so important like you real life have to take the time to shed those layers of things that were never supposed to be there in the first place and to achieve yourself at full capacity you really have to like i said number one acknowledge it so many people walk around today with things they've never been able to get off their off their chest like it never came out their mouth they never had a person where they felt safe to express it to they've never had um the courage to say it to mom or dad like hey mom in this situation you you made me feel broken hey dad you not being there for this event because you were too busy hurt my feelings like the way you disciplined me was kind of over the top and I don't want to re you know reproduce that behavior what do I do we normally and I say we because I'm one of those people who the moment the confrontation come I try to remove myself because I know when the situation is finna go left let's just say that so imagine you're sitting here trying to maneuver through a situation sort through the trauma and try to help yourself get to a better understanding of what even needs to be reparented and you're utilizing the person who taught you these maybe very toxic behaviors but they didn't even know that it was toxic because nobody ever reparented or checked them and now you're just at a table with a person who felt like they've never done anything wrong because nobody ever called them out on it and you're the child so you're not supposed to have a voice how many people out there feel like that they cannot go to their parents and express to them exactly how they feel about what they did to them without their parents feeling like oh you're being disrespectful oh that's the past there's that's not something I want to talk about I don't you know it's always some type of like they have to put a spin on it. It, it it literally has to be about them and not you so it sucks and it leaves you feeling like well that was a waste of time you know I should have never even had this conversation. There was no point of even trying to have this, you know, kumbaya session. So you end up just kind of like growing more and more distance each time you try to have that type of conversation to the point where eventually you just give up and you we start saying things like, that's just how they are. Just got to let them live how they live, whatever. Here's the gag that I think nobody talks about in those particular times. You are allowed to live in your truth. But I really want to express this. Living in your truth does not mean that the other person has to change. They don't even have to fucking acknowledge your trauma, for real. Like, And that's the shit that we don't get taught. We get, oh, you know, well, you know, I love you, you love me. We're... No, that's not always true. Sometimes I love you and you don't love me the same. Or you don't love me correctly. Or you don't even know how to love in the first place. Because what you, what you was taught that was love wasn't not the type of love I needed rather not the type of nurturing or the care that I actually needed for myself so it it puts you in such a tough place because ooh, as you take the time to embody 
what's really going on around you you just really figure out that I probably should have never been here in the first place is how some of us begin to feel honestly 